Tell me, tell me something good. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're going to put that on me? Oh, my God. Just throw all the onus on you right from the jump. Well, so you, you are actually, though, like one of, one of the few people who, like, has something cool coming up that I imagine is not, has not been affected by everything. Is that true? It, it, to date, has not been affected. No. The book is coming. I mean, it's a couple months away, obviously. Yeah, yeah but, it's, uh, it comes out the end of October, and it has, is so far still on... On, on track okay so That's yes cool. that is nice. Had the, but i imagine there would there were some promotional things that you were probably going to do that, oh maybe, yeah or, like yeah. i i think like there were uh conventions and like uh probably bookseller stuff mm-hmm. dinners and like whatnot um certainly i would probably been going up to new york um to to meet my editors and sure. talk with booksellers, uh, all of that is oh that's not uh, happening. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, they can come and stand outside my house, and I will talk sure. to them. But that's about sure. it. Or you can or Zoom like we're doing now. I mean, you can Zoom that's this true. stuff all day long. It's true. Um, but the book is done. <laughs> that's so nice, though. It's like it's 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 written and it's it's on its way. So that's yeah, good. it's really nice. I can't tell you how nice it is to to have something that's not theater right now yeah I'm working yeah on. oh you don't have to tell me man <laughs> oh it was just fortuitous that this like like i had this opportunity and like this was i was making a transition out of sort of semi out of theater when this hit right um, so. absolutely well i'm super excited to read it and uh excited for you to have that that opportunity coming in um because i think i wonder if you think this is true it seems to me that the only way noir which is a genre i love really survives is in fiction in print yeah i haven't seen a stage or cinema noir I mean, brick piece was the last while noir movie that i like really remember that was probably 15 years ago at this point Christ yeah <laughs> yeah but it's still alive and well in 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 fiction print yeah like which is where it came from never obviously. quite gone away sure yeah yeah, and that's where it's about. So, why did you? What drew you to to write a, a noir book? Uh, well, I'm. Um, I don't know. I mean, I grew up reading mysteries. Um, they are my like go to comfort fiction food. Um, like I, I just have dozens and dozens and dozens of them. <laughs> You're looking um, around the room right now. Yeah, I am. Like, I'm surrounded by them. If they um, if they chose to attack, they could route me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was doing uh two I guess a year and a half, two years ago, I was doing a reread of some um of Rex Stout's work. He did the the Nero Wolf novels from like mm-hmm. in late thirties through the seventies. Um and I read all sixty of his uh over the period of several wow. months. And I was like, I really enjoy this genre. I wonder what I would do with this kind of character today um and i just started tinkering with it and um ended up writing a book <laughs> uh like I you do how it I happened mean, like like you do um like you do yeah and things just sort of fell in place and i found an agent who responded to it um and he uh found you know a publisher that responded to it so sure and it's really yeah so um yeah fortune favors the dead comes out uh october 20th from Doubleday. Right. It's a great and title. I have 
I've not mine again. Right, like, you said it before, I, right? Yeah, my editors came up with it, um, which is great. It's a um, great title. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so, like, through I'm writing the second in the series now, um, mm-hmm. which is not sold yet. Uh, I hope to sell it before the first one actually comes out. So it's and it's been really wonderful having a a ninety thousand word project mm-hmm. to fill up my time. Sure. When I have so much time now to fill. Um, you know, you just get up and like, I have a thing that I can plug away at. Sure. Uh, that yeah. makes sense. Well, that's fine. So what is, that's interesting. Cause it's obviously publishing is a world I know almost nothing about. Um, but it, it's interesting that, so, so when you sold the book, you sold the, just that book, there wasn't, they didn't pick up an option for a series or anything like that. Uh, no, they, they hope like everyone hopes it will be a continuing series. Um, that's sure. what they're planning for. Uh, the only, I have several foreign publishers and the only one that did a two book deal is Germany. So I know All if right. everything goes to crap, right. the Germans sure. will get another Get book. another copy. <laughs> but so that but, was my question though. So you're not writing the second book fully on spec. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I just have to, it's just, I have to show them a few chapters. and um, Sure. And then they, yeah. they go that way. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad that the, that you have that kind of progress. Yeah, it would, it's yeah. a real different world than 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 playwriting and theater. It, it's real. It's I am. Like, yeah, I believe it. I was shocked when I came over from film and TV how different theater was from that. I assumed they would slot together very organically, and they super don't. And so I can imagine that going to an entirely different kind of writing. It, it's just an entirely different, entirely different world. Yeah. And the, yeah, right. Yes. It's not, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess that really wasn't a question. Um, <laughs> fair, fair enough. Uh, I'm sorry. I like, I have probably forgotten how to talk to people. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, interesting. So have you been doing a lot of, uh, of I've been uh, doing, uh, just like, uh, I have weekly zoom happy hours with, uh, Melissa Melnicki and Jill Ty. Um, and that's actually the only like regular, uh, communication I have that is not my wife or like the grocery store clerk like that's or my mother I call my mom um, that's good but like it's it's very little very little talking with people I'm like oh yeah this is how you human <laughs> oh right a back and a forth a give and a take <laughs> and a plus and a minus oh well let's see this is dangerous for writers though because we can get like lost in ourselves you gotta talk to yeah, other people you really can Every every writer that I not every writer I admired when I was in high school, but like most of the writers I admired in high school, um, seemed to when they got older and like more successful and were actually able to isolate themselves from the world, which is kind of what they wanted to do, have all become grumpy, terrible people. And um, I, I sort of took that as a cautionary tale to be like, it's important to live in the world. <laughs> yes, especially if you want to write about it, because the other thing is the writing gets super stale and bad. You know, of, of people whose work I devoured in high school is now like, Oh gang guys, nobody's talked like this in 30 years. You got to get outside. <laughs> uh, no, I, I've discovered that I'm a way bigger in- extrovert than I thought I was. <laughs> oh really? That's uh, I, now that this has happened, like I'm, uh, I, I always like, I'm, I think I'm like 50, 50. Um, mm-hmm. Like I can, like I was an only child, so I know how to play by myself. Um, mm-hmm. But I've also been working in theater for 20 years. And I'm like, I like playing with human beings. Yes, yes. I miss human beings, like friends, 
even strangers at a coffee shop. I just <laughs> miss them. Yeah, it's, uh, it's what I find walking around my neighborhood every morning is this like, it's weird that there's nobody here. It's a pretty, you know, I don't live in an urban center exactly, but Bethesda is, you know, is a city and, and it's like, there's nobody around and there's usually just people around and that is yeah. unsettling to say smile, that. Yeah, is. people who smile, who sm- you can see their faces. Mm-hmm. Though I do say oh. the people I do interact with in a very limited nonverbal way um, are all very happy, <laughs> friendly <laughs> when you do the thing. Like we're all wearing masks and we're all walking around and when like somebody's running coming towards me in you know, on a narrow sidewalk, I will walk in the street. There's no cars, so it doesn't matter. So I just walk in the street to give them the six feet space. And I get a nice smile and a wave through the mask. Yeah. You can tell it's nice because it's like, oh, you're adhering to the social contract. Yes, thank God. There's like a relief in the ah. eyes too. Like, oh God, good. Thank you. Yeah. The new social contract under which we all, under which we all live. Yep. <laughs> so what else have you been doing to entertain yourself in, the, in this, in this time? How much time do you spend writing? Uh, it, you know, usually a couple hours a day, usually first thing in the morning. Um, uh, it varies. Like mm-hmm. it's honestly, it's harder to write now than it was. Cause I used to, I used to go out to coffee shops and like write in mm-hmm. I, like, uh, being alone in a public place is like how I used how to, you like to write. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's different, but I also, I, I have two you know, day jobs still that, um, mm. like I, um, uh, I'm a journalist. Uh, I'm a staff correspondent for U.S. Medicine Magazine, which covers uh, federal health care. So it's like... Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, wow. So you've got things uh, to Veterans about. Affairs, DOD, uh, NIH, things like that. Um, and, and it's a monthly. So like writing a monthly medical magazine right now is really challenging because um, it's like, what's, what's the world going to be like in May? Yeah. Um, so that's like, that's taken up some time. And then also I teach one class at the university of Mary Washington down in Fredericksburg. Mm-hmm. Uh, I teach a playwriting class. Um, so like that is also like, it, that is ongoing next week is finals week. Um, so my students are sending in their like final playwriting projects. And has there been a lot like, of disruption to that? Um, for in- my class? No. Yeah. Um, well, at least like the, the mechanism hasn't been disrupted because like by the time like they uh, went to online learning, we were to the point where it's like everyone's turning in five pages a week. Um, mm. And usually we would be writing, we'd be reading them out loud and people would be talking about it. And that that's kind of the joy of it because is the sharing. Um, right. But we're, so now it's sharing on can like we're just turning it in on canvas. Um, which is like black. It's like black. Oh no, I know Canvas. Um, okay, you know Canvas. Yes. Maryland Public Schools. I know Canvas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I'm so because my the class I teach counts as a writing intensive, um, which is a credit that everyone at the liberal arts school needs to take. So I get students from all over the school. Um, they're not just. I, I have very few drama majors. Most of them are like business admin and oh. biology and pre med um, and like just people who are like having, who are like trying to figure out how to take organic chemistry online um, mm, right now. Mm-hmm. Which uh, is the whole other thing. Which is the whole other thing. Yeah. Um, so like when we start, when we transitioned, I was like, look, I know you guys are working, like you're trying to figure out how to do all your major classes. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you have term papers. Um, and because it's also, it, like a lot of my students like work, like they have day jobs mm-hmm. um, that they need to you know live um i have students who are helping support their 
family now because their parents are out of work. Sure. Um, so I'm like, look, uh, deadlines are out the window. Right. Um, turn in the work when you can turn in the work. If you have a question about your grade, let me know. I will be super realistic about like what you can mm-hmm. not turn in and still pass. Sure. Um, just we're all trying to survive. All, yes. Well, that's good. Um, I'm glad you're taking that. I think it seems to be all successful. Even my, my son's teachers who are the most successful in taking this with the most like with the most attitude of like that, like, listen, we're just trying to get through. So, you know, what do you, like you say, what do you have to turn in? What's, what is the best, what's the requirement? And then let's work our way backwards from there. Uh, Cause yeah, it's nuts out there. <laughs> yeah. And for, and for these students, it's, it's, it's more nuts than it is for me. Like mm-hmm. they moved like, right. Like they, they came back from spring break. They were there oh, not even a week. And then they were like, Oh, we have to move back in with our parents um, into, you know, home life, or they might not have their own room anymore. Like they have to go away and figure out how to like squeeze two lives together into one, to one space. And that's just, it, it's just, oh, I can't imagine. Yeah. It's a whole different thing. Yeah. But I'm glad you're being compassionate to that. Cause I know it's difficult. So it's good that there are, you got to be compassionate to be an educator, especially in college, I think. And I'm glad to hear that. You I, I, don't, I don't think you have to, but it certainly helps. <laughs> like, well, you actually, no, you I should can... say, let me take that back. You don't have to, because my experience <laughs> has actually not been that, that everyone is. You but, should. Um, to be a good educator. Yeah. College, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be highly compassionate, and I'm glad that you're being there. Yeah. You can always count on.